Hello again, this is Eric Meyer, president and founder of High Ground Dairy, and you're listening to The Dairy Skim, a bite-sized podcast series where we review market-impacting reports and events right after they're published. Today is Friday, December 2nd, and I'm joined once again by Lucas Fees, High Ground's Senior Director of Market Intelligence, to review the USDA's October 2022 Dairy Products Report which provides the industry product production data, as well as month-end dry stocks volumes. Lucas, we missed you in the office for much of this week due to the flu. First, how are you feeling? And second, what advice can you give us as a recent victim to influenza A? (laughs) Well, thank you, Eric. I am basically almost back to 100% as we record this on Friday. I tested positive on Tuesday morning. Tuesday and Wednesday were the worst, but I was thankful that I never had a fever and never had a cough. So I think my mid-October flu shot really saved me this week, and I was able to uh, to get some work done from home over the past few days. Well, glad to hear you're doing better, and thank goodness for this thing called remote work. I have a feeling I'm probably going to go get a flu shot this weekend, just given that both you and Curtis um, tested positive this week for the flu. Yuck. Anyway, let's talk about the dairy products report. At first glance, the release of the October data looked like a ho-hum, boring report from 30,000 feet. But when looking at a few graphs of the historical data, there are a few key items that stood out. Let's start with the cheese complex. What were some of the highlights? I think at first glance, that biggest number was the cheddar year-over-year gain, Eric. Cheddar production up 2.9% in October. It was the biggest year-over-year gain since June of 2021, and a pretty significant rebound based on the behavior that we've seen over the past few months. Throughout this year to date, actually, we've seen quite a few months where cheddar production was actually weaker versus prior year. A little bit surprising considering the additional processing capacity that we've had, but as milk has kind of pushed into other American styles and mozzarella over the past few months, that kind of drove a lot of that. Regardless, though, I think that uh, this leaned slightly bearish towards that cheese market when looking at that additional cheddar production, especially if it keeps up into the rest of the fourth quarter and the new year, given how milk production is growing. I know there was a downward revision of something in the north of three million pounds uh, downward in uh, the cheddar data from September. So when people open the report that we publish on Monday and view that graph, it certainly looks pretty dramatic. Next, moving on to the non-fat dry milk, skim milk powder complex. Anything notable within the data here? Yeah, I think uh, to your point, at first glance, it kind of looked a little bit normal. You know, we've got production that was uh, lower versus prior year, especially on the skim milk powder basis and on the combined basis and stocks that ticked lower versus prior month. But I do think that even in the little time that we've had digging into that, it's kind of bearish, you know, production, especially on some of those made to order export uh, skim milk powder products uh, declining tells us that demand is weakening. And even though stocks have ticked lower over the past few months, we're still uh, well above prior year levels though, plenty of product in storage where needed. It really kind of points the picture that demand is not necessarily expected to improve in the near term. Not a good, uh, not a good symbol for, uh, for prices here, especially when we compare ourselves to competition that we've got from other key global regions here on the nonfat dry milk complex. Cool. Any other commodity data within this report that caught your eye or is worth noting? 
Yeah, I think worth noting, you know, especially with the attention on the butter market, butter production still weaker versus prior year. No real surprise there. We're, I think, a little more than 3 million pounds less butter produced in October versus one year ago. The only other thing that I think I will mention here is looking at uh, WPC stocks, uh, even into WPIs, and for that matter, even dry whey stocks of kind of across this complex here, uh, well above prior year levels. In fact, uh, as you mentioned on Monday, when you look at that uh, stocks table for all dry products, we are in the green versus prior year on every single product. So uh, plenty of plenty of uh, products sitting in storage there, especially as I mentioned, when milk production is climbing here, uh, a little bit uh, a little bit concerning here as we move into 2023. As always, Lucas, thank you. Highground's complete written analysis to market intelligence subscribers for this report will be available by end of day on Monday, December 5th, after Lucas and his team pour through all the data and run a deep dive on each of the commodities within this report. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And if you're interested in receiving more information as well as our analysis, please visit highgrounddairy.com to request a free 30-day trial today. Futures and options trading involves substantial risk and is not suitable for all investors.